Oh, hello. Hello, dear listener. This is, um, this is probably another unofficial, funny-looking podcast, and you're welcome. And, and the reason it's unofficial is because, again, it's no Pete. And, again, that's, that's my fault because I just got too excited and I wanted to push out this lovely conversation. So it's a short one today, but it's a focused one because it's about two things. One, it's a lovely conversation with Beth Vise. Beth Vise, we've mentioned before, we've seen, um, we're fans of, is coming up to be the launch artist, as you hopefully know, for Funny Looking Presents. It's the first one. It's this week, as I record this, on the 30th. It's not Christmas yet, guys. Beth will be performing 7.30, Renshaw Street in Liverpool as Funny as Cancer. More about that afterwards. We're going to hear from Beth. She's going to tell us about the show. And then you need to come, don't you? You need to come. You need to come and see this. You need to be here. More about that afterwards. All the places, all the things you can do to help after this lovely chat with Beth Fies. Hello, Beth. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Do you know what? I'm all right. I'm all, I'm all right, actually. Thank you for asking. It's very kind of you. <laughs> um, you're... You're the, I can't, the, genuinely, I'm um, over the moon. You're the launch act. Now, um, don't expect streamers and all of that. It's going to be, it's a focused <laughs> affair because it's all about you, you know. Okay, yeah. Thank you very much for coming up uh, to Funny Looking Presents, being the first ever um, as funny as cancer. Yes. Well, that's a, that's a you know, that's a title and a half. It's a title. <laughs> What 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 are we what are we going to be um, seeing? Um, it's about my sort of battle with breast cancer. I got the five years all clear last year, and I went to the hospital, and they said um, your chances of getting cancer are the same as everyone else. Mm. The same as everyone else. I thought that was so weird. <laughs> Me being the same as everyone else, and also that what a weird thing to say because when you've been through something like cancer, it you're never really the same again. No. I began writing my show um, around that, really. That, um, fr- that phrase or that feeling? Um, that, well, both of them, really. That, that phrase I found quite interesting for a doctor to say. Mm-hmm. You're the same as everyone else. Your chances of getting cancer are the same. So I thought I'd just sort of use it. And it's taken me about five years to actually tell this story. Mm. I kind of began comedy five years ago when I got diagnosed with cancer. It was kind of like my counseling or my skydive or something like that and then um i've been doing sort of mad out there characters but i always felt i was kind of hiding something i suppose i was hiding something because i was unsure whether it'd come back but now i know it won't come back i decided to talk about it and how's that been um because if 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 before that point was your skydiving and i completely understand that (laughs) <laughs> now you're the same as the rest of us. <laughs> I don't think it's, I don't, I'm not sure you're the same as me. But uh, um, now you're the same. What does what does that feel like? What are you are you kicking against something? Are you celebrating something? Or I think now I'm celebrating. I think I was always kicking against something before, and now I'm kind of like, well, this is where I am. This is what I've done. Actually, and actually looking back at what I've done, it has been quite amazing. But. You don't really do that until you put kind of your life into stock, really. I know it's a bit ridiculous, like hitting 34, telling your life story, but it has been quite a lot. <laughs> <So, laughs> uh, it's also it's just a very um, 
it's a personal show about cancer. Yeah. I don't make any, you know, assumptions about anyone else's cancer, and, and we don't. I, I don't laugh at cancer. I think that's kind of wrong. It, it's my journey through it, and how funny, sort of mundaneness of the hospital was against the sort of horrors and hell that I was going through at the time. Now humor sort of comes through um, those situations if you allow it to come through. And I, I did, because that's how my family have always dealt with that kind of thing. Just the openness of it all. Yeah, yeah. Just being really open and and you're just in shock, really. And through shock sort of comes laughter, I hmm. think. So now, so this is a story show, really. And, 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 and previously it was character. A character. So is that... Um, is this closer to you? Is this closer to the direction you want to travel? Is this because um, uh, previous shows have been you've had a character, Olive Hands. Yeah. Uh, who, uh, who else what, have you had? Uh, who else have I had? I've had Betsy Lynn. Kicks a leg a lot. Um, Tommy Go Crazy. He's got massive testicles. Yeah. Very weird. <laughs> are they <laughs> are they rested now? Is this about Beth Vise? Yeah, I think so. I think um, uh, I because I don't know. I, I proved that I can do all that character stuff, and now I, I suppose to set me another challenge, I decided to do something that was more personal. And actually, I don't know whether this has perhaps been my best show because of that. So, so was it a more satisfying experience as a show? I mean, classically, you develop a show, you take it to to Edinburgh. It got some fantastic feedback from Edinburgh. Was that all the more satisfying that it was you? Yeah, I guess so. It was it was all me. Whereas my other shows, they know I've been working on them for a long time. Those characters have been developing over a few years and things. Whereas this one was just I wrote it in January, figured out what I was doing, and just did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a lot easier as a process. I suppose I went through cancer, which isn't obviously easy, but yeah. but writing of the show was was quite easy. But finding I kind of, I like to find my sort of mentalness and my comedy through using the audience getting them up giving them props making them all part of the story so no one feels like they're just watching me because I, I i don't really like that either as an audience member i think they should all be involved in your story so you they're all part of this they're all part of this story yeah. for this hour i think so i think so wonderful I still don't know what kind of, i do i still don't know what people get from the show but they seem to get something what have they said because I'm, um, I'm guessing because you know if you just track back moving, reviews, yeah, um, it's a range of emotion, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think it, it's not just a laugh out loud show. It has moments of uh, emotion and perhaps clarity for the audience. I don't, I don't know. I'm not. I never sit in the audience and watch it. <laughs> I, <wish> I, could. <laughs> I don't suppose that matters though, does it? If it's your story, <laughs> if it's for you. Yeah, but I. I yeah, but as I try and make the audience all engaged, I, th- I think that they do become become part of it. And it, every time I tell it, it's very different, my show, because I have to use the audience and what they bring brings a different edge to it. And I kind of like that as as a performer. So what's the life of the show? Because it's been to Edinburgh. Uh, you've just, yep. you just finished um, a couple of nights in Soho. Yes. Um, Did the Museum of Comedy before that in London. Oh, what a lovely space. Yeah, yeah, it's great, isn't it? And yeah. then I did Soho Theatre. I'm going to Liverpool with it. Yes. Yes. Um, I'm doing Manchester for a couple of nights at the King's Arms. Oh, that's a lovely venue too. Yeah, it's very nice, isn't it? The women who love that are really nice, really nice ladies. Yeah. And then I'm 
I'm doing New Zealand Festival. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm doing New Zealand and I'm hoping to take it to LA, I think. Mm. I don't know. But it's got life, know. though. It's got it's got journey because sometimes they say, we're saying yeah, before. It's about, it's about a topic that, that like one in three of us have first-hand experience of cancer on life. I think one in two the statistics are now. Gosh. So unless you can talk about it, laugh about it, I don't know how you survive it, really. So. It's, it's been it's one of those things um you you're not as old as me i remember um monty python well, i reading about it i was too young then monty python got into trouble just for using the word cancer in their comedy show yeah and then obviously they were allowed to put it back in so it's it's an it's a, it's a subject we're much more open to discussing culturally but is yeah. it is it um people in the room do you, do you with your title? I suppose nobody's going to be surprised, are they? Or have you had that at all? Um, some people are surprised. They came to see my last year's show. Just came on the fact it was me. Yeah, well, that's a good and reason to go. It was like, wow, right? Whoa. But um, if you and there was enough press about it in Edinburgh, so people knew what they were coming to see. Yeah, and they were more shocked by the fact I was dressed as Dolly Parton at the beginning, <laughs> or the fact I was telling a story about cancer. <laughs> so kind of, you know. <laughs> Oh, I'm so looking forward to seeing this. This is why I'm doing this, you know, Beth. This is entirely... I want to see the shows that I want to see at the end of my bus route. <laughs> is that is that so bad? No, I think it's brilliant. And, and, and perhaps, you know, perhaps, um, you know, if you're from Liverpool... Because I'm from I'm from North Anyway, I'm from Cheshire originally. Yeah. South Cheshire. St- well, I'm from Stoke-on-Trent originally, but mum says to say we're from Cheshire. Um, um. And I am from from the north, and I talk about catchphrases and weird things that we say up there, and and family life and stuff like that. And it's about a girl who moves from up north to London, and then sort of finds her feet, and then finds out she's got cancer, and then the rest is history. I don't want to ruin it for everyone. No, 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 <laughs> no spoilers. Well, I guess no. you know. I guess we know how it turns out in one way. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much again. Really looking forward to it. I'll put all the links to to, to the things you do and your website and Twitter and, and the such like. Um, I don't. I don't think I, I, it's one of those shows that that people are genuinely. I think are going to regret missing. I know because I, I go see shows. It too. Yeah, you'll regret. Everybody people. sees it has a has a, a a reaction to it, and that you know, and that's good. That is good. Safe journeys. Okay. Well, I. See you on Thursday. See you on Thursday, uh, 7.30, 81 Renshaw Street. Uh, lovely little cafe in the front. Have a little cake, have a little glass of wine. Take it in with you. How about that? That's not too bad for a, for, a, for an audience, is it? No. And then um, hmm. we're going to ruin the night um, and you're going to join in as well with a podcast afterwards. Yay. But don't worry. It, it, don't worry. The sh- it's Beth, Beth's show that's going to be. Everything's going to be ruined after that. But this, <laughs> this, the, the show is going to be everything. Thank you, Beth. I look forward to seeing it. Okay, thank you. And there we have it. Do come along. This is a passion project. This is, I hope, the start of something new, the start of something interesting. Season one. And I've talked about it before. Season one. Beth Vi's kicking us off the first Thursday of the month, 81 Renshaw Street in Liverpool. The first Thursday of January, We've got Arthur Smith, um, Arthur Smith and his mindlessness show. If you want to get a little taste of that, then seek out the Grouchy podcast where he talks 
to John Fleming about his ideas. I, I think this is going to be fantastic. In February, we've got uh, Holly Byrne and Holly Byrne. Uh, we've talked about Holly before. We talked to Holly before, um, and that's and that's a marker of why we you know we're picking these people because they're people we want to share and we want to see at the end of the bus. Uh, Holly Byrne, if you don't know, seek her out. Um, seek out six, 73 questions with Victoria Beckham for Vogue and then watch her version of it following that. Uh, in March, we've got Chris Coltrane. Amazing uh, political and uh, social political comedian. And if you don't believe me, just go to YouTube, seek out Chris Coltrane, and he's on currently on episode two of the News for Idiots. And, and, and again, this is why we want Chris to be part of this, because he's got something to say and he says it well. And then, of course, season one. I know, I know, season, I know. Finished, finishes with Michael J. Dolan. You just have to look at our bag catalogue. It's, it's a little bit... A little bit creepy how much we regard Michael J. Dolan. Uh, Pete had, had had a fantastic couple of conversations with him. We had a Michael J. Dolan special. It's our most popular show over on Spreaker. I, I mean, I don't understand it either. And Michael's coming and and sharing with us the beginnings of his new show and the best bits of his of his most recent. But you can seek him out, Michael J. Dolan, on Twitter. But also have a look at Fucked Thumbs, his blog on video games and slow death. Subtitled mostly about video games and board games, also about my own rapid slide into dereliction and a bit of general sci fi and comic nerdity. And this is our first five. Do come down, do support. You can have a brilliant night, and it's not expensive. It's not going to, I mean, I think the most expensive ticket on the door is eight quid, but if you book it in advance, it's seven quid. If you're unwaged, it's, it's, it's less than that. But also, if you turn up with a funny looking badge, you get a pound off. Get a pound off. And if you come up to me at any gig and say, Gav, I am funny looking, I'll give you a badge. Or you can buy a badge on the night. They're two quid. Or you can uh, go to the website and you can make a two pound donation. And every single penny in donations we've had have gone into equipment and building up to this. We don't do this for, for us. We do this for you. And we need your help. Share. Retweet, target. There's a funny looking podcast on Facebook. It's got an event. Tell your friends who are in the Northwest. Tell them, that, tell them about it. Invite them in. Let them know. Put the ticket link. It's there. It's on Twitter. There's a pinned tweet all about it. Share it for us. Because we're not here to tread on anybody's toes. This new show, this new uh, night is a different offer for Liverpool. And we want to work with everybody. And we've shared loads and loads of gigs in the past. So let's have a little bit of your love. A little bit of your love. Because Beth and Arthur and Holly and Chris and Michael, they they deserve that audience. And it would be lovely to see you there as well. We see their show. We have a break. And then we spoil everything with a live podcast. With Funny Looking Live in the cafe after the show. You don't even have to stay for that. Or you can stay and have a drink and uh, just tell us, tell us that we've ruined your night. We've you've seen a fantastic piece of theatre, a pan, fantastic piece of comedy, and then we've just sat down there and doing our thing. That'd be perfect for us as well. 
have a look join in thank you very much and also a uh, top tip if you're not watching watching josh on bbc3 you're missing out you're missing out it's it's tip top just before it all goes offline online or whatever josh on bbc3 that's it i miss pete let's get pete 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 pete